Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if you've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, adult language, and mature themes. When entering the vast, burning wastes of District 3, remember these rules. The sun is unforgiving. Cover your skin and shield your eyes. If the sands move beneath your feet, move quickly. The giant worms are on the hunt. Keep your distance from those with legacy, for they are cursed and it spreads. But most importantly of all, do not Disobey the Twelve. By the order of the Twelve, you are under arrest. This is the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. Wisdom check to see yeah. if I'm reading them right. Make a religion check. Religion? Okay. Religion? That's 27. You're not entirely sure this is a message from the Undertaker. Okay. The Empress is a card meaning femininity, mm-hmm. uh, purity, qualities that represent the mother. And being the mother of all makes her a sort of Empress. Mm hmm. The world inverted, leaving tasks unfinished, incompletion, and the tower, destruction. The mother is basically saying, finish what I told you to do now, or else bad things are going to happen. Don't wait. Okay. So I pick up the counts and Alan and flipped over. The problem with doing it right now is you're really low on spells. Yeah. I'm being told that we need to go back. We need to finish what we started immediately. But I am very low on power and almost out of spells. Anything I would have been able to do with that in mind. I ask for guidance. The Seven of Rings means perseverance. Okay, so basically we can't take a rest. We are seriously about to embark on a suicide mission. Okay. You know, now might be a good time for divine intervention. Okay. Give me a moment. There you go, all the time you need. Sit with me. I am. 
And that's when she breaks down and starts crying. Teddy just reaches over and just basically pulls you in her lap and I have never been afraid of death, Talia. It's a lot easier to be afraid when you've got something to lose. Put my hand over my stomach. thinking of my parents. What would they think of me? How they'd be proud. I suppose you could always go ask them. I suppose I will. You know how much I love you, right? I do. You know how much I love you. I do. Thank you. For everything. You don't need to thank me. But I do all the same. We're not dead yet. Still not our time. I invoke divine intervention. Okay. What do you need? An 11 or lower. 12 or lower. Right, 12 or lower. What do you say? We are willing to do whatever it takes to keep the world from plunging back in, into destruction. And if it means our lives, then we are willing to give them. But we cannot do it in the state that we are in. I'm holding on to my holy symbol, too. 89. You feel the power go out. The prayer released. Nothing. Then we will do what we can. It was worth a shot. Suddenly, the ground around you begins to tremble. Suddenly, the room jerks to the left. The hallway beyond the door is moving. You have a hard time keeping your balance as through the grinding of massive stone gears left still for centuries, the structure around you begins to move and change. You see the hallway slide past you, room after room, and all of a sudden your room jerks to a halt, and there's a sound of cracking stone as something in the mechanism goes wrong, and you hear a gear shatter as a massive crack splits through the floor of the room you are in, and then all of a sudden the room you are in drops out from under you, the ceiling slamming into your backs as you hurtle down. Oh, we're dead. Great. Cool. <laughs> I'm clinging to you as we are falling. 
And I'm trying to get lift with my wings, as much lift as I can. Yeah, we're still in a room, aren't we? Yeah. I need you both to make deck saves, please. 13. Come to the bottom. You don't know how far down. As the room slams into the ground, stone collapsing, and everything around you goes dark. And you both take a total of 75 points of bludgeoning damage. I think we healed up to full. Back to half, or lower than half. Yeah. Talia, you're the first to wake up. Do I have any semblance of time? Or, like, how long we've been out? Not really. Everything's dark around you except some orange firelight flickering in the distance, but you can't really tell where. Your head's spinning. Celine. 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 You've come to with Talia shouting your name. Celine. Talia. Where is she? Next to you, but under a sheet of rock. Can I move? Your left leg seems to be caught under a piece of stone. I'm going to try and move it then. Okay, make a acrobatics or athletics, your choice. 17? Okay. You manage to wiggle your foot free of the stone on top of it. And you get over to Celine and um, and both of you make athletics checks to lift the stone off of Celine. Nine. Sixteen. Okay. Together, both of you pushing, you manage to lift the rock slab off of Celine. Ugh. And I'm helping her up. Ugh. Hey. Hey. You okay? Are you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm all right. Celine, as you stand up, uh, actually, what's your con modifier? My con? Yeah. One. As you move, your left wing shoots with pain. Ah! What is it? My wing. I check it. It's bent at a bad angle. Okay. Um, I hand her a superior. Okay. Healing potion. What about you? Uh, I'm okay for right now. Do we have another one? We have two more, and we have two supreme. What about you? Are you out? Uh, I'm alright, but I don't have a broken wing. If it gets too bad, I'll take one. Okay. So what does that one do? Superior does 8d4 plus 8. So, 20, 28. Okay. Okay. And how's my wing? It... Snap, crackle, pops back into place. Ah. What happened? The room dropped, apparently. Actually, I look up. You look up, and you are inside what looks to be a giant stone clockwork mechanism. And it is still moving above you. As gears as big as buildings move pieces around changing up the interior of Anthopolis or at least the palace I saw light 
Where is that? You look around at what's immediately around you. And you're on smooth stone. A little ways off, there's a doorway with the first pair of actual doors you've seen since entering the city. And through a crack in the door is flickering firelight. Okay, I head that way. Yeah, follow. You approach the doors. They're both tall metal doors with carvings of flame on them. Oh. And they stand open. What did she say? She said she wanted them to be shut. Keep them shut because there's a weapon in there that if it were to get in the wrong hands. Can we show the jails? Mm-hmm. What? Don't we want to yeah. see what it is? See if somebody took it? it I suppose. I want to see if somebody oh, took okay, it. Oh, okay, go for it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Did, she, did she say anything about looking inside? She said to please check and make sure that they were closed, but... Yeah, that's what I'm like, but she said, and don't look inside. No, I can't she, remember if she no, did No, she didn't say okay. anything like that. So what's in the room? So the room is ringed by a trough of oil that is on fire, which is creating the flickering light. Like in the Banasi? Yeah. Wow, okay. Must have had the same decorative. Yeah. The room has continual carvings of flame mm-hmm. all throughout the walls and floor, but not just flame. Buildings on fire. People running and screaming. The sun high above shooting fire down onto the land. In the middle of the room is a large pedestal that stands empty. And scattered on the ground are two very large stone guardians laying shattered on the ground in pieces. This just keeps getting more helpless. Um, I look at you. So what do we do? What do we set out to do? What else can we do? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in this room? Like, give us something. Like another door, anything like that. Make an investigation check. 17. 17. 14. Okay. Selena, as you're looking around this chamber, you find something at the back of the room. Something about the wall pattern here just snags your attention and the trough here, the oil trough is constructed a bit weirdly. All along the wall it's a continuous trough Mm -hmm. except this one section about three feet wide where the trough comes along, stops another trough begins, goes for that three feet, stops and then the trough starts up again and continues along. It points this out to you. It might be a hidden wall. Can I uh, investigate the wall? Yeah. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, Celine just 
running your hands along the wall and along the edge of the trough, there's a catch. The fire in that three-foot section of trough goes out, and it lowers. And a doorway in the wall opens up behind. I peek in. It's a narrow, dark hallway. I take out a Jeldrin Kesselate on it. Okay. It's a narrow hallway, still stone, that goes for about 30 feet and then turns off towards the left. Look at you. Nothing else to do. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Go down the hall. I guess welding bond. Okay. You now have a plus one to AC and saving throws for the next hour. Alright, we uh, head down the hallway. You continue down the hall. It turns a couple of times, but there's no offshoots to it. And then it comes to an end at a doorway. Or at least it's, it's a stone panel with a catch on it. Uh, can I listen to what's on the other side? Yeah, make a perception check. Wow, all of my dice just hate me tonight. Thirteen. I need to make one as well. So nine. You don't hear anything on the other side of the door. In fact, you hear, like, heavy silence. Alright, I try and open the door. Okay. The catch lifts and... It's very stiff, but you're able to push the door open into a room that's completely dark. The light spilling out from your light torch Mm -hmm. spills over bookshelves and books and books and books. Did I play? How big are we looking? In your immediate area, you are in a aisle of books that goes 50 feet down to your right and then turns left, Mm -hmm. and at least another 70 on your left before it turns right. Um, I go over to one of the shelves. What's on the shelf? Like the books. They're all in Elvish. Of course they are. I speak Elvish, so I'm going to look too. Okay. So looking at the shelves right here, volume after volume on these shelves of the history and teachings of God Emperor Tael and Anthonius. Well, darn the whole library. <laughs> this is approximately five of the bookcases that are immediately in front of you. I imagine that these are just like, and on this day, he had this for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like every little thing. He, he, he took a shit at this time on this day. These are all of his bullet journals. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all his bullet like, journals, yeah. Yeah, he just like categorized his entire life. And yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And those are people's bullet journals who are following him around, documenting everything he did. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> they call us extra. Right? We are positively (laughs) prudent compared to this bitch. The shelves next to it are encyclopedias of knowledge arranged by subject. Like what? Like aberrations. A full catalog of beasts and their varieties. Throw that in a bag of holding. 
Yeah, is, just taking some of this shit. That's a series of books that takes up an entire shelf row. Wow. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> I mean, do we have time to just, like, put it out here and throw books in it? Well, what are we going to do? Well, I guess we don't. I would know. Yeah, let's, let's find our way out of here yeah. first. Okay. I mean, I'm still looking at the shelves and, and things like that. If anything interesting pop, like catches my eye. But well, you, make, you make your way down and the encyclopedias just continue. And there's like literally almost every conceivable subject on these shelves. Celine, mm-hmm. there are two books that catch your eyes. Oh, yeah? A part one and two on creatures of the astral plane. Okay, so I'm looking at these shelves and I just stop and I turn around and look at you and I have this manic look <laughs> on my face. What's wrong? I am about to be vindicated. For what? I take some I take some posts down. Uh-huh. Open the table of contents. Uh-huh. And start reading. Okay. What's in there? Nothing that says Star Whale. They're all, like, names that you've never heard. Okay. Is it illustrated? Not the table of contents. Well, okay, but I'm flipping through now. Is it illustrated? Okay. Make an uh, investigation check. Uh, 18. 18. You almost flip right past it because it's in the first couple of pages. But one of the creatures you flip across is called an aboleth. And it is illustrated. And so I'm so I got the book in front of my face, right? Uh-huh. I look over at Italia again, manic. They do exist. Let's show you the picture. That's a whale? No just like... not just any whale. It looks like a worm. It is do you do you know what this is? What? It is what I have been warning you and everyone else about for months now. Which is? Star whales. That doesn't look like a whale, it looks like a worm. Well, it's a star whale, okay? So, it's not a whale, it's a worm. You're worried about star worms. It is a whale. I'm pretty sure that's not what a whale looks like, but... It is a whale. <laughs> Maybe the illustrator sucks at his job. Maybe, but that's not a whale. That's a worm. I put both of the astral plane books in the bag of holding. Okay. To be further read later. I don't know what else can squish us. Okay, that won't make your paranoia any better. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. So you turn the corner at the end of this row of bookshelves and find yourself on the second floor of a library you're on the edge of a staircase that leads down just one more floor but you see shelves spreading out beneath you but not just shelves interspersed about in what look to be reading areas are display cases holding items and as you go down the stairs to uh, investigate. Some of them are very large. Some of them are tiny or have several tiny items inside them. And they're all labeled with little precise cards. 
I probably can't read any of them. I can. A lot of them are just curiosities. Some of them are labeled, do not touch under any circumstance. Does it say what? Most of them that have this label have the addendum, cursed object. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, don't touch that one. Okay. Don't stick your finger in it. Including one case that holds a hand and an eye, both looking preserved in a half-rotted state. Ew. And they're labeled as the hand and eye of Vecna. Oh, shit. I back up. I back up. I back up like right into you. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is gross. Some of the cases contained exotic taxidermied creatures, including one beholder. What is that thing? Do I know what the beholder is? It has a card for it. Beholder. Beholder. Beholder? Beholder, yeah. That's a very interesting name. Well, it's got all those eyes. It has like a little museum placard on yeah, it. Yeah, tell, yeah. Like saying basically like, you know, what a beholder is. Yeah, okay. I read. I read what a beholder is. That is, um, gross. Yeah. Again, though, Celine, as you're walking through these cases and shelves, something catches your eye. Okay. A glass case with a tome bound in a brownish-red leather. Uh-huh. It has an image engraved on the front of a very wizened old man with a very, like, curly beard. Okay. The placard on it reads Tome of Understanding. Does it look like my book? It looks to be about the same size, yeah. Eyeballs get really big. What's that one say? Tome of Understanding. This book contains intuition and insight exercises it's, and its this words, book contains intuition and exercises. And its words are, and charged, its words are charged with, charged magic. with magic. Usable, Usable every, 100. every 100 years. I take the shotgun off my back and break the glass. No, no, no! Okay. Okay. <laughs> the glass breaks and tinkles to the ground. I wince like, oh god, the alarm's gonna go off. Nothing seems to happen. Oh, mine, 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 mine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mm. Okay. The shelves with books, right? Uh-huh. Try to find a book of the same, like, size and weight. Yes, I'm doing this. Fuck off. <laughs> and I look, and I look at the book, and I look at the book I've got, and I look at the book I want, and I kind of, like, try to weigh it, and then... I quickly switch them Indiana Jones style. <laughs> First, make an investigation check to find a book of the appropriate size. Ooh, okay. So that's a seven. Okay, you think you, you pick one off the shelf and you're like hefting and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This size is good enough, yeah. This is good, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make a dexterity check, sleight of hand, if you have it. I, um, I don't think you do, but. If it's it's got to be filled in? Yeah. So it's just dex? Yeah. Okay. Hey, 19. Okay. So you deftly, quickly switch out the tomes. And wow, the tome that you're holding now is a lot heavier than the one you just put down. I put in like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. Yeah, no. Ooh. Nothing happens. 
But did you see how deftly I did that? Yeah, you did it very the well. The DM said deftly. Very, very well. Yeah, too bad it don't too bad that it didn't mean shit. And <laughs> and even if it did <laughs> we should do a really good roll on that. Yep. No, it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do I do, can I open like this front of it to see what mm-hmm. I have to do with it? You have to do the exact same thing. You have to spend a total of 48 hours over the course of six days reading us. And they kind of look at it sadly. When we get out of here, we'll do the same thing. I'm stealing your whistle. Stick it in the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Okay. We continue to try and find a way out. All the way to, back to whoop de doo What's his foot? Yeah. Yeah. So as you turn another corner of bookcases... Tell you make a deck save really quick. Fourteen. Cool. You manage to dodge out of the way as a sword swings at just about head level and chops into the bookcase. Holy shit! Oh fuck! And Renal pulls the sword out of the bookcase. Oh, oh. hi. Why are you here? Okay. What's my kid? Oh, uh, just come on. <laughs> and, and Adrian comes out from behind another one of the bookshelves. Oh. What happened? Shit started to move and we fell. Are you alright? Yeah, yeah, fine. God, we more slid than anything. Okay. We fell too. Yeah, you guys okay? You guys look a little rough. Yep. Yep, we're fine. Yeah. Okay. We're trying to find a way out. Okay, well, this way, the hallway we were in, something like... I thought I heard something break, and the hallway that we were running down quickly turned into a 45-degree angle slope. Worst water slide ever. She motions down to her leg. It's just like all skinned. Oh, and are you out? It stings a bit, but I'll be fine. It's like the worst like knee scrape when you fell off your damn bike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something broke near us too, and it, our room just dropped. <sighs> okay, so you guys came from that direction. Yeah. Uh, she motions back behind her. Is that the only way to go that way? Uh, there was a couple of other hallways back there, but we saw some light flickering down here, but I guess that was you guys. Yeah, that would have been us. Yeah. Okay. Adrian comes over to you, Celine, and holds your hand. Oh, hi, kid. Hi. How are you doing? Okay. Yeah? Renault held me on the way down. Oh, good. Renault's good like that. Can you see anything different in you, Adrian? She looks around. There's no doors. There are no doors. There's a door back there. Not. No, no doors. No doors. Oh, okay. No, I guess there isn't. I hear singing. You hear singing? Where? sad. It's this way. And she starts pulling you back the way that she and Renal had come. I follow. Have you followed her? 
Okay. She leads you outside into another hallway. Like the ones upstairs, but this one is carved differently. Instead of images, it's carved in just sprawling elvish script. Can I read it? Yeah. What does it say? I'm reading it out loud, mm-hmm. so right. So the rest of you plebes can follow along. Follow along. Sorry, I didn't learn elvish. It is a written account of Anthonius's conquest and rule of the known world. And it also records many of his wondrous deeds, as they're called. Some of them are single miracles he has done, whether it was the raising of someone who had died sometime previously, or the creation of Ralboron. Oh, okay, what does it say about them? It simply recounts the incident as Anthonius creating life from nothing. Creating a fully sentient species made of energy bound to an armored form. And it continues on. Other deeds, other atrocities Mm. committed. Celine, as you're going down the hall, you don't hear anything, but you start to feel a warmth. Okay. Like a comfort. Does anyone else feel this? Feel what? A warm feeling. No. Do you feel it, Adrian? The angels are singing. Angels are singing? Come on, they're down here. She keeps pulling you forward. Okay. We're following. Yeah. Yeah. There's another doored chamber that stands ajar, a white light pouring out of the room. As you reach it and push the door open, you see four large raised stone slabs about three feet off the ground. They're about 15 feet long and 10 feet wide. They're arranged in a X-shaped pattern. Okay. On each slab lies a massive humanoid in a position of rest. Their eyes closed, their hands crossed on their chest. But they're actual people. They're not like statues. They are not statues. One of them has skin that looks like molten gold. Two of them have skin that's a deep blue-green. One of them has skin that looks just like human flesh. And folded underneath each of them are a large set of wings. But what really catches your attention is at the center of these four, hovering just off the ground, about 15 feet tall, 5 feet in diameter at the middle, a glowing gold white crystal. Does it look familiar? 
very familiar. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review, or maybe send a tweet about today's episode. Every little bit helps. Speaking of social media, you can find the links to all of ours at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or in the show notes. If you're into community, we've built a pretty awesome one on Discord. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. All episodes get posted there early, as well as extra series to follow, like Bonus Round and The Shadow of Ravenloft. Link is also in show notes and website. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. The Queen of Night and Magic is Jess Richards, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Audio producer and writer is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Lead writer, editor, and audio producer is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Art director, assistant audio mixer, social media, and community management is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And executive producer, creative director, audio mixer, social media, and community manager is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's Tarot Deck is the Marigold Deck by Emrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.